0: morning, guys. Welcome back to Not Your Typical with me, Not Your Typical Fitness Lover, Caitlin Nolan. We're talking about a huge area of my life today. We'll get into that. But to start off, I just want to say I feel so grateful to just be recording right now because my computer crashed last week and it's been not the best going forward. But we're here. We made it and I'm happy. So talk about stress. Yeah, that caused a lot of stress last week. Surprisingly, that wasn't my not your typical dislike this week. And normally I start with my positive and I share my obsession of the week and then my dislike, but we'll end on a positive note and then we'll go into talking about stress and stress management, stress relief, how stress can be coming in the way of your results, your progress, your sleep. We'll touch all of this today, but my not so typical dislike this week has been one little thing that kind of stuck out to me, which was I actually, it's like a mix of something good, but also something that is a not so difficult dislike. I was at SPIN and one of my favorite instructors, Leilani, you guys know her, she just like stopped me after class and she was like, Honestly, I feel like you've changed my life so much. Like, there's been a huge turning point in my life recently, and you are the reason that I feel that way. And I was just like, Oh my gosh, like, what the heck? Thank you so much. That means a lot. And Also, I feel like it's so different when someone in your personal life says that to you versus like maybe someone that you haven't met yet, like online, even though obviously when people say that to me online, it has so much weight behind it and it makes me do what I do every day. It's the reason why I continue to do this, but just having someone that you know in your personal life that you see all the time, you talk to all the time, gets to like ask you personal questions and stuff like that just meant so much to me and it is my not-so-typical dislike because I was, like, shocked, you know? Like, I was like, oh my gosh, like, that is so cool that you, like, feel that way and that I could be a part of your life and, like, be this huge positive impact on your life. And I've had multiple people, like, tell me things like this before and it's like, why is it always a shock? Why do I always get shocked when people compliment me? Or why do I always get shocked when my success is recognized? Even this weekend, I went to Lauren and Coa's and Lauren like had a card for me and I literally thought in my head, does she think it's my birthday? Like, why is she giving me a card? And then I was like, is she pregnant again? Like I said that to Hunter and Hunter's like, she still has a baby in her stomach. <laughs> Lauren was like, I physically can't get pregnant again. And I was like, what the heck? So I open it and it's just like congratulating me on some of the successes of 2023 so far and i was just like oh my gosh that's so nice like i would have never thought it was that big of a deal to like get me flowers and get me a card and i just don't want to feel that way like i should be celebrating myself just as much as all these other people in my life are and i'm going to focus on that for sure and it felt good so like it's a positive and a negative and yeah we just have to like celebrate our little wins even though it feels annoying and it feels like nobody cares people care and we should care even if people don't care so yeah all in all we are good I feel like very content right now that's the word that's coming to mind I just feel like I'm happy I have definitely felt a little overwhelmed and hectic like there's been certain days I wake up and I'm like okay I really need to focus on just like getting back to me but I think that just kind of comes with life which is why it kind of brings me to my not so typical obsession of the week which is truly going with the flow like I have made a huge effort with my lifestyle lately of just like having balance enjoying my life hanging out with my friends saying yes more being productive in my personal life being productive in my work life and like actually hitting all the bases and I feel like the reason I can do that is honestly just because I like have been letting loose and I've been focusing on de-stressing and I just feel really good right now so that's great. I'm just going to keep it short in the intro because this is going to be a long episode. We skipped a week, so I don't know if you guys follow me on Instagram, but Hunter and I went out of town for our anniversary and we went to Santa Barbara. We brought Coco and it was probably the best weekend that we've ever had. It was so much fun. It's been a while since we've gone on a trip and like explored a new area together. Even though life does feel like vacation, you'd be surprised like how fun it was. So that was kind of like, where i really started to de-stress and just think about how much i want it to be a part of like my daily life and not just be like a part of my vacation life and i've talked about this a lot on the podcast but like my mantra for 2023 is to live life like vacation and we're going strong with that i still feel that way de-stressing is probably the number one thing that you do on vacation so why not have that a part of my life and i feel like it's such a broad topic like obviously you have to de-stress and stress isn't a good thing. But I feel like even more digging deep into it, we don't like realize how important it actually is for our wellness journeys. And it kind of coincides with every element of your life. It coincides with your mood. It coincides with your sleep. It can drastically affect your results in the gym. It can drastically affect your relationships and just like your day-to-day life. So it's actually something that I've put on the back burner for a long time, probably the past two or three years of my life. Like I think back to certain areas of my life where I was so motivated for work and hungry to achieve certain aspects of my career that I almost lost sight of my own stress levels. And I was actually having a conversation with my friend Lindsay this week. I went to LA this weekend and, or actually during the week. And it was like an hour, two hour drive. So we were just talking about everything under the sun and we were talking a lot about social media in general because we both do this as a job. If you guys know Lindsay Ray, she has a YouTube channel. She's one of my best friends, actually the first friend I made in this industry. And we even became really close in our friendship just because we deal with a lot of the same struggles for social media. And so it's like really nice to have a friend that you can just fully open up to about that sort of thing. And it got me thinking on my ride home because I was talking about how I love that I share my wellness lifestyle with you guys. I think that so much can come from me just sharing my experiences with my wellness journey and even more so now that I'm a personal trainer, there's actual scientific backed information that I can tell you guys that can help you in your journeys and I love that and I wouldn't change it for the world. But at the same time, it's very hard to mix my job and my career and my income with things that are meant to de-stress me. You know, like a Sunday reset, for example, when I'm going to the grocery store, planning out my meals for the week, meal prepping, cleaning my house. Those are things that I do to de-stress. But after a few years of doing YouTube and realizing what I like to film, what you guys like to watch, it is centered around that sort of like self-care genre. And I tend to pick up the camera pretty much always when I'm doing something like that because I genuinely love it. I love showing that stuff. And I think even just to the core, if you start like a passion project or social media, you should always be posting things that you genuinely love to put out there and like are proud of. So again, I wouldn't change it for the world, but there are days where I take a step back and I think, okay, Are these actually de-stressing me anymore if it's now tied to filming and moving the camera and then editing it and then having like the thought process of, okay, well, I want the lighting to be good. So maybe I have to do it earlier in the day. And just a lot goes into like the content creation side of like YouTube. And I really try not to put a lot of thought behind it because at the end of the day, this is my life that I'm sharing with you guys. And I'm okay with things not coming out perfect. If you would have asked me that two years ago, I would have been like, hell no, I'm going to film in the morning. I'm going to make sure to wake up early, plan out my day. I will put in a million times of effort just to get the perfect video. And not to say that I don't put in effort because I will always put in effort. I think that effort is the most important thing with the job that I do because I don't want to just put up content that's like not going to be valuable for you guys but i have let go of like the idea of needing to be perfect and in return of that i actually think my videos come out better like when i watch a video of mine back if i just feel like i put the camera up in a very organic way i open up to you guys i show maybe the craziness of coco or the craziness of the way my apartment gets at the end of the week i just feel a lot better pressing post rather than like trying super hard which I don't think it's a bad thing to try hard but you know with what I do I want it to be as realistic as possible. So my point is I have learned throughout the way that I have to let go of that like perfectionist mindset to feel relaxed when I do these things but at the same time I need to have off switches and I'm learning a lot more just in the past honestly six months how much it means to my lifestyle to have those off switches and I will always put in an effort to like get as much content out there for you guys but I can't put other people before me and it's a huge lesson I've been learning lately and it kind of took talking to other people to realize where I stood with it you know sometimes we need that outside look or like that bird's eye view to be like oh okay what's going on is actually not the best for me I am actually really bad at that because I have such a tunnel vision personality, especially with things that I'm passionate about. I will get so zoned in on one thing that it's almost like everything else doesn't matter. Everything else will never change my mind. And I'm going to be so focused on this one thing until it gets done, which I actually love about my personality, not going to lie. But there's obviously downfalls to that. So kind of circling back to what I was saying before, I have just been really making a huge effort in my life to slow down and enjoy the things that are meant to de-stress me, but like you have to let go of certain areas for me to be able to do that. The lesson of it is to have that bird's eye view and take a second and look at the lifestyle that you're living and the things that you're doing every day and how they're affecting you and how they're affecting your stress. So that's pretty much what I did this week when I was talking to Lindsay and it was almost like this huge realization that I had that I have to put me first and a lot of the time I let me fall down before I and pick other people up before I pick myself up. So, I don't want to do that. I want to focus on me first because that's what at the end of the day is what I have. You know, when you rest your head at, on your pillow at the end of the night, you're the only person who is going to be planning out your next day. You're the only person that is going to get yourself up the next day in the morning. Sometimes life happens and it gets in the way and I almost like forget how important those things are and I'm someone who literally talks about it for a living and I still forget about it, so I'm sure you guys do too. My one piece of advice for you guys, if you just live this hectic life and you constantly have people pulling you in different directions and you're constantly trying to go to your friend's birthdays and your work events and your work schedule, your shifts, your school, your classes, get studying done, work on your fitness goals, like, I know life can be so busy and hectic. My one goal for you guys is to set an hour a day aside for you. I don't care if it is 20 minutes in the morning, 20 minutes in the middle of the day, 20 minutes at night. I don't care if it's an hour in the morning before you have to get to work, an hour at night when you get home. I promise you, you have one hour. And you might think, well, I probably do have an hour of time where I dedicate it to myself because I come home and I watch TV or I come home and I cook dinner. That's so great. Those are things that definitely can relax and recharge you, but I want you to like think about the intention behind it because I've found that when I intentionally think to myself, this is time for me. This is time to de-stress. That's where I don't let other things kind of fall into it. Like I don't grab my phone if it starts to ring. I don't start overthinking and spiraling about something about work or I don't start feeling guilty about scrolling on TikTok because I'm wasting my time because I know that I set this time for me. This is what I wanted to do to de-stress. So that's my goal for you guys this week is to be intentional about the hour you're gonna spend on yourself. And if it's while you're working out, really be there, like be fully present in the fact that this was time that you set out for you don't be trying to plan your recipes on your phone don't be trying to respond to all your emails on the treadmill and like kill two birds with one stone at least slowly stop doing that you know like maybe one day of the week you just go and you turn your phone off and maybe just listen to music or a podcast but you dedicate it to just that working out you know so that's what I've been trying to do lately I also feel like it's so important to not always be trying to kill two birds with one stone that's something that I've realized with stress relief is I don't have to be like 100% killing it at life 24 7 I will admit I'm so bad at this even this morning I woke up this morning at like 7 in the morning I felt super productive I was like okay let's have a good day I'm gonna get some stuff done and then I Facetime my friend Katie because I had to talk about something for her birthday and we just started talking and it was just like such a good conversation obviously she's one of my best friends so like when we facetime it's obviously hard to kind of hang up because we're like oh i forgot to tell you this and i forgot to tell you this and then two hours pass and now it's like 9 30 and i'm like oh shoot i actually have to go but the first instinct was like shit i meant to have like a really productive morning and i just like quote-unquote wasted it on the phone which like katie if you're listening i I don't think it was a waste of time, but that's like the initial thought of like, oh, I just wasted time. Like I wasn't doing anything productive. I wasn't making sure to tick off as many boxes as I could for my to do list. But at the end of the day, did I have a conversation with someone I love that made me feel energetic after? Yes. So right there, it's already a win. Did I catch up with a friend and build a relationship? Yes. Already right there, another check did i fully like check out of my own brain and like laugh and giggle and not spiral about work and not try and plan out every single moment of my life yes so there's always things that come from the things that we think is a quote-unquote waste of time or that we start to feel guilty about so that's another thing i'm trying to keep in mind lately but yeah these are all just habits that kind of go back to that de-stress feeling i have noticed that when i'm more stressed i become less productive I usually find like the tedious habits super annoying therefore I don't do them like cleaning my house, cleaning the bathrooms, doing laundry, being nice to other people like I feel like when you're just stressed and overwhelmed you don't take that extra mile to like stop and have a little conversation with someone because you like their outfit or even just like if I'm like stressed and running around and I go to my workout class and someone kind of wants to chat and I'm just like oh and I'm like trying to rush out of there. I feel like that's not me being my best version of myself which is fine on some days but if I'm just constantly in this state of stress and I'm constantly reacting this way I'm not showing up as my best self the 90% of the time that I want to so these are things that I always focus on so I can show up as my best self and like I've said a bunch showing up as your best self really it starts with the foundation of you putting in that effort so that you can be that best self to other people and to yourself and live that life that you want to live that's happy and healthy and energetic and positive another thing is there are definitely health related things that coincide with stress and I'm not going to name off certain things because I'm not a doctor but I've noticed with me even mental health is a huge aspect of stress my mental health actually plummet. If I have something coming up, like when I was studying for my personal training license, the weeks and even months leading up to that, I felt like a heavy weight on my shoulders. I felt a cloud over my head. And that's obviously not how I want to live. I don't want to wake up in a state of like, oh God, I have to like go start studying and seize the day and make sure I pass this exam. And a lot of like self-doubt and comments fill my head when I am stressed about something like that specific example with the personal training license I remember the morning that I woke up that I had to do it I just kept thinking of like the way I was gonna go about sharing that I failed all I could think about was oh gosh so after I fail the test I'm gonna come out of the room and then how am I gonna tell Hunter and then after that I'm going to have to call my mom and let her know that I failed and then how am I going to end up sharing that on social media? Should I just post it? Should I post on my Instagram story? Tell everybody I don't really want to talk about it but that I failed? Like I was actually creating like my game plan after failing. Which first of all, why would I do that? Because when you walk into a situation unconfident, you are almost setting yourself up for a guaranteed failure. I will always think that. Sometimes I leave situations where I almost feel like I wasn't myself because I was so like in my head or feeling like shy or unconfident. And I'm just like, all of that could have been fixed if I would have taken 10 minutes beforehand, looked at myself in the mirror, gave myself an encouraging talk, did some deep breathing, and then gone about that event. And I know that people listening are going to be like, okay, these things like, don't actually help. They don't actually work. Think about it. If you are ever spiraling or you just feel so sad about something and then you call your mom or you call your sister or your best friend because you're like, I have no one else to go to. I'm literally spiraling. I feel like I'm having a panic attack, a breakdown, and you just word vomit and you just share exactly how you feel and they're like, listen, it's going to be okay. You aren't A shitty person you are such a great friend remember when blah 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 this happened and you thought that was gonna happen and then it didn't and they just like talk you down and then you hang up and you're just like I forget why I even called like we started talking about something else and I feel a million times better that right there is a companionship that's helping you pull yourself out of a negative situation what makes you think you can't do that for yourself what makes you think that you can't be the person for yourself that shows yourself love compassion encouragement there's no reason why we can't also be that for ourselves i'm not saying to always look towards yourself and forget about all your friends and forget about your trainer and your mom your dad no obviously companionship and relationships are so important but the foundation that we need to have is that self relationship and ever since i started working on that i just feel like i I'm so much more confident when I go into situations and I relieve a lot of that stress with maybe social anxiety or work meetings, filming a YouTube video, posting something where I'm like, oh, this is cringe. I literally was on the phone with Katie, like I said this morning, and I was like, I kind of want to delete the workout I posted where I had the mic on. Like, I just feel like it's cringe that I am doing like a trend that multiple people have done. Like, it's like cringy that I posted a clip of me talking into a mic when like someone like Whitney Simmons has already done that and she's like I literally saw that video and I was like oh my gosh I love that like I really love that and then instantly right there I was like okay I'm not deleting it and it's like why do we need other people's validation to make us feel better but sometimes we just need it you know we need like that hand that helps us back up but that's where I've learned that In some certain situations when I only have myself or I only have five minutes before I go hang out with a group of people and I'm starting to feel anxious about it, I only have myself and I can talk myself up or I can talk myself down. So you choose. Which one do you want? Another thing that stress coincides with is your sleep. And I feel like we've talked about this many times too. Your sleep is a huge part of your wellness journey. Take it from me, someone who will stay up super late and still try and wake up early, we cannot function on no sleep. I personally have the goal of trying to get eight hours of sleep a night. Honestly, if I can get anything above that, that's where I'm happy, but this is probably the only area of my wellness journey that I, like, put a number to. I totally don't like to even share numbers on my platforms because, There is just a lot of danger that comes with that, to be honest. And even if I say, oh, well, don't follow this or don't follow that, people will. And I've always been mindful of that since I literally started my podcast, TikTok, everything. But to be real with you guys, I can 100% say that there isn't anything in my life that I personally put a number to. If someone asks me right now, what number do you do for this or that? I would just say, I don't know. Even the little things, like how many times a week do you work out? I don't know because it's going to be different because I know that my life is ever changing. Like actually every single week looks so different for me. My motivation is so different. My hormones are different. Some weeks I'm on my period, some weeks I have a busier work schedule. Some weeks I feel way more stressed. Like There's a lot of weeks that look very different than the other weeks and that for me was very overwhelming when I tried to tie my fitness journey or wellness journey to numbers and it just didn't work for me. I think everyone's going to be different and I really like when I was listening to the What We Said podcast about breaking up with your diet. That's what the title of it was and they were just saying like that they feel Like worried maybe to talk about things like this because a lot of people on the internet are really quick to say, oh, this is toxic. This is toxic. And I feel like I'm someone that people probably fear that from because I talk a lot about like, oh, I'm very mindful about the way I talk about wellness. We have to as a community be very careful about what we say about wellness and and encourage other people to do about wellness, especially in my opinion, if you aren't certified in any area. You have to be careful about the advice that you're giving i just feel like that's common knowledge and on top of that i think as someone who is certified i understand that there's so many different ways to achieve goals and every single human being is different so at the end of the day that's what i'm going to preach and i won't talk about things that make me feel uncomfortable personally I don't want to say that that's the right way and I feel like I've always tried to say in my episodes like this is what works for me and this is what I'm going to share because I feel comfortable sharing it and I know there's going to be people out there like me who find other ways to wellness and other ways to fitness that can become toxic for themselves. So, that's the people I'm talking to. You know what I mean? So, I think it is important to say that everybody has different ways of life and everybody also has different de-stress habits, has different anxiety levels. They have different ways that they respond to stress. Maybe stress, well, I really don't think there's a good thing that can come from stress, but maybe it gets you up in the morning. But all I can really share is what I feel is the best way to help you guys achieve your goals. So anyway, circling back. The amount of sleep that I get that is something that I've been trying to focus on as well because not only does sleep help with your brain function but your physical functions your stress and again everything is kind of falling back into that stress level so sleep is super important I also am trying to get more quality sleep and something that I have done I just want to drink caffeine less which I've talked about before and you're going to be like girl you are actually a broken record but this is the longest I've done with kind of quote-unquote sticking to the habit I don't like to say that because it's like if one day I do the habit that I'm saying that I don't want to have in my life that doesn't mean I'm a failure like I'd rather do it one day of the week than the seven days so I'm okay with the fact that you know I'm still not 100% perfect and I probably never will be and that's not the goal so I really have made a huge shift in the caffeine consumption for two reasons and one of the reasons I've never talked about but I really don't want to be addicted to anything. That, to me, is very stressful. Two things that come to mind to me is caffeine and social media. Those are two things I'm actually addicted to. I grab my phone in every single situation and just, like, swipe up and click Instagram. Swipe up and click my YouTube. And that, to me, is so unhealthy like I have tried so many different things I've tried putting app timers I've tried moving around my app so that like I'll like naturally click where Instagram used to be and like the notes app will pop up just to kind of like break that habit and be like oh wait what was I going to do and like just try to break that instant wanting to go to social media I think it's just like I get a lot of comments I get a lot of DMs and like I Want to read them all. I literally want to read every single one, and I think that I read every single one. Like, I honestly can't respond to every single one of them. Like, that would be so, that would take up my entire life to respond to every DM, to respond to every comment. But I do read them. I really do read them, and I read my DMs and I read every comment on YouTube, every comment on TikTok. And I think it's important for my job, so that's why I do it. But I don't want to be addicted to. Like social media and I don't want to be addicted to my phone. So, I'm trying to do habits to break these little addictions. And I know it's like a really big scary word but it's something I wanted to talk about because it's something I've been thinking about and I want to share what I'm thinking about on here. And obviously, addiction can go even farther and it can be like substance and it can be jewels you know like i know a lot of people were addicted to jewels for a long time maybe still are i will 100 be honest and i did jewel for a very long time which i like still get anxiety about because i'm just like what the heck did you do to your body like that is so not me and i would never even put my mouth on a jewel right now but take it from me there are habits you can break and i think it just all starts with trying to be better trying to be that one percent better and it goes just as far as working out you know like you want to build habits just as bad as you want to break habits and you're not going to go zero to 100 and the vice versa you're not going to go 100 to zero so it's all about just trying and becoming better and going back to drinking caffeine I have made it very very much a physical goal of mine one coffee a day and then a matcha those are the two forms of caffeine that i have every day and i want to be able to go long enough to not have it every single day but i know that's not realistic and that is just kind of like an example of how when i do want to maybe adjust and take something out of my routine that's not making me feel good i go about it in a way that's slow achievable maintainable timely i'm not going to say okay i want to quit caffeine in a week girl, there's no way in hell I'm going to quit caffeine in a week. There's no way in hell I'd even go down to one coffee a day in a week. Like I've been drinking coffee for so long. I've been drinking coffee since I was in high school and it's something I just love so much. And I also have noticed that when I took alcohol out of my lifestyle I turned to coffee so much more because it's kind of like a treat to me like how I feel like other people might think of a cocktail like it's a fun thing to do I will literally get a coffee at dinner as my mocktail because I'm not really a juice person I'm not like into like fruity drinks as much like sometimes I like them it depends if it's like a cucumber thing or like ginger I like it but personally I'm just never been a fruit like juice sweet girl so I'll get a coffee and obviously now I'm building this like caffeine addiction and and that really has affected my sleep I've had the worst sleep schedule in the past two years just been unhealthy for me doesn't feel right I don't like to be staying up at night and like wanting to fall asleep and just thinking I wish I was falling asleep I wish I was falling asleep. I shouldn't have drank that coffee that late like why am I doing this to myself? And then I have a night like that and then I wake up and I do it again the next day. What? What's the point of that? <laughs> it sucks. And then I also wanna wake up early because I love being up early and I am naturally a morning person. I wake up in the morning, sometimes I try to go back to sleep, I can't. So it's like I'm fighting my body And I don't want to do that anymore. So I have made a huge conscious effort of, like I said, doing the one coffee in the morning, matcha midday, and I feel a million times better. I've fallen asleep so much easier the past two weeks. I just feel so much better. And I actually noticed a huge difference when I went on my trip to Santa Barbara because I was having like a little bit more coffee, which I usually do on vacation because we like to like try different places. And again, like we'll have like a quote unquote mocktail, but it's a coffee and i just wasn't really sleeping at all and i really felt it and i it like re-motivated me to get back to like the habit i set for myself at the beginning of this year so let's switch gears a little bit i thought it would be fun to share just like five habits i do that i noticed in the past six months to a year have made an actual difference in my stress levels and my sleep in my mood my restlessness my motivation, because like I said before, when I'm super stressed, I don't want to complete those little habits. I'm not feeling productive. I'm not feeling happy, encouraged, all of those things. So the first one, I kind of briefly mentioned it when I told you guys what challenge I wanted you guys to focus on this week and this year and the rest of your life, but I've been working on integrating 20 minutes in the morning 20 minutes in the middle of the day and then 20 minutes at night all dedicated to self-care I've even done more than that not just the 20 minutes but 20 minutes to me is like the minimum so for example I in the morning will do my skincare I will read I will journal I will make my coffee without touching my phone I will brush my hair I will give myself positive encouragement in the mirror which again sounds cringy but I promise it freaking works so please do it And then I've been trying to add in extra things like guided meditations or journaling like free journaling like just writing my mind. I've been even cleaning a little bit in the morning if my house is kind of scattered like I'll spend a couple minutes doing my closet or just laying there pitting Coco laying there with my eyes closed just kind of like thinking about things that I want to achieve. There's just so many different ways that I practice self-care and like focus on myself 100 percent, and it's kind of like guided meditation where i don't know if anyone has like dived into this but when i was talking to my therapist about guided meditation she was saying that a lot of the time with meditation because it's like something that you're supposed to kind of control your thoughts and be in the present moment we tend to like do the opposite and drift away and we start thinking about oh what should i have for dinner oh i didn't get that thing done for work and we'll catch ourselves and we're like oh shoot we're supposed to be meditating this is the opposite of what we're doing so then we get frustrated about it and we're like seriously like that's the whole point of why I'm doing this like it's so annoying that I can't even do it for five minutes well that's life it's super hard to do that that's why meditation is a thing and that's why they even have five minute guided meditation options on YouTube because even five minutes is hard So, the advice that she gave me, which I've said before, is to just, like, bring yourself back in a positive way. Like, don't be like, oh, I'm so annoying. Like, why do I keep drifting off? Just be like, oh, I drifted my thoughts. That was not supposed to happen. Of course, this happens all the time. Let's bring it back. And then you try and be in the present moment. And if it happens again, same thing. Try to bring it back in a positive way. So, that's the same thing that I do during these, like, 20 minutes, 20 minutes, and 20 minutes. I will obviously start thinking about things like my work or I'll start getting stressed about the day. And I just say, oh, no, nope. I'll think about that in 20 minutes. I'm gonna put a pin in it. And right now I'm focusing on me. Right now this is to relax. So it's like that same way that I try to like bring it back in a positive way. And that has been super helpful for me, just like putting a pin in it. Even if I'm spiraling about something, I just like always wanna put a pin in it and I and revisit it when I'm like more level-headed and usually I don't feel as like deeply about something as I did before or like I just feel more realistic when I start thinking about it that's just helped a lot with like decision making for me and my work life and then so like during the day it could be a workout you know like I all the time will go work out in the middle of the day because it works with my schedule but obviously if I worked like a nine-to-five job that's not always the case So ideas you could do is like just walking outside, going and grabbing a Starbucks, like taking a little break, um, listening to a podcast. It could be on your drive home. And then at nighttime, I tend to think of things like, again, journaling, my skincare, a long shower, just things that like fully are focused around me and self-care. And I'm just telling you guys, this integration of 2020 has really helped me. And I just, that's why I made it the challenge this week because You guys have to try it so that's one way i've been de-stressing another way is aiming for an hour or so that's what works for me of movement movement a day either walking working out cleaning people don't realize that cleaning is actually a lot of movement yard work is even movement if you do your yard or if you take out the trash or break down boxes all of these things are movement but just getting my body up and out of the couch or out of a seat for at least an hour a day very intentional too like we obviously walk around throughout the day but like a full hour of just intentional movement to me really makes a huge difference second one is rituals in the morning and at night so having a morning routine for me and having a nighttime routine something i do every day i have to do this or i feel like i'm not myself and i'll even go as far as doing things like this on vacation or like at least bringing just like one to two habits a day that i like to do at home when i'm maybe not in my routine or even on the days that are super busy like when i wake up at 7am to go To my workout class or like I have to be at the workout class at 7 a.m. Obviously, those mornings are a little bit more hectic for me, but I'll try and carry at least one to two habits that I usually do on like my slow mornings into every day. And that's the advice I would give you guys. If you do have like a nine to five or you feel a little bit more rushed in the morning, not only one trying to wake up at least 30 minutes earlier to give yourself that time and like slowly getting yourself into the day, but also if you can't do the 10-step routine that you see a billion youtubers doing or the 10-step routine that you do on sundays try and carry like those one to two things that you love like the skincare the brushing the teeth like we got to do the little things too we always forget that those are also important and if you're thinking okay this is for myself and being intentional about it it can make a big difference another thing for me which is newer is i want to do one mental health day every single month so just doing a full day that is fully dedicated to mental health maybe it's a beach day which i actually just took my first solo beach day of like the spring and summer time because it had we had one warm day in california on friday actually ended up being the perfect day because i like finished work hunter was still working in for like four more hours and i was like i'm just gonna take myself to the beach i'm gonna read i'm gonna get in the water i'm gonna like lay there maybe take a nap And it was probably one of the best days I've had. And it was also 70 and sunny, so it was just perfect. And I really just want to have like a full day dedicated to mental health. Honestly, weekly, but the goal for me is going to be a month or once a month. And for me, that means like no social media scrolling because for me, that's pretty stressful. No checking my email while I'm doing these like mental health days. And yeah, that's just my goals for de-stressing I hope this episode motivated you guys to focus on it because sometimes we forget about it and we forget how important it is and we think oh like de-stressing is just like going to yoga which it is but like it's more than that too so yeah those are all my habits my journal prompt this week is things that I notice de-stress me and you can list them off. You can talk about the way that you de-stress, the way you feel when you de-stress, just all of that. So thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. I love you guys. I'm sorry I missed last week. I promise you I recorded an episode, this exact episode, and I was editing it, literally about to post it. I emailed my manager like, oh, I'll have that to you in 10 minutes, and my computer shut down. I actually need to get a new computer. I've been putting it off, and I have a desktop but like my laptop is from my high school graduation and I'm just like so bad about spending money. I'm a huge saver. I feel like people aren't going to believe me when I say that but I promise you I like it's like pulling teeth to get me to spend money and I'm fine with that. Like um, I love the trend going around right now called de-influencing because I need that in my life. I hate feeling like I always have to like buy new things and I feel like I do need to buy a computer a laptop because I would die if that happened again that was like the worst I wanted to cry and like even hunter couldn't help me and he is obviously a tech guy so yeah things like that happen and I'm okay with it but it's funny every time I miss a week everybody's like why don't you upload weekly anymore? And I'm like, it's only one week. I'm so sorry, but it makes me feel really good that you guys care to hear every week. So let me know if you guys have any recommendations for podcast episodes. I feel like I really want to just like expand everything I talk about, and I always want you guys to enjoy the episodes. And then we also have some really fun guests coming on. We have Lauren doan We have Alyssa Lynch. I want to get my friend Baby Hay on and I'm very excited so definitely subscribe to the podcast and don't forget to leave a review the five-star reviews really really help me out you guys don't even know and even just like writing an actual comment about the podcast really helps too so definitely do that if you guys love listening but as always I love you guys so much thank you for listening especially making it to the end and I will talk to you guys next week